G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. In following along some of the debate over gender-neutral recognition. Well, the High Court has today overruled an appeal that was being run against a gender recognition in New South Wales. And so there are now three genders in New South Wales that are going to be recognised, male, female and non-specific. Well, to talk through that issue, Bill Muhlenberg is back with us. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Many thanks. Bill, you've been following along this uh, for some time. I guess today's decision is a little bit disturbing because uh, it looks as though now there are three genders in New South Wales. Mm. Oh, look, I mean, <laughs> I hate to say it, in some sense this is nothing new uh, the activist courts especially and the activist judges have been redefining uh, what, you know, uh, trying to tell us biology doesn't mean anything for years now. Um, in fact, in New South Wales and elsewhere, they have been talking about this, uh, even including things like we need to change the passports and get rid of uh, male and female and uh, a whole range of issues. So this is just the latest, as I say, of what is really judicial activism, trying to redefine biology, trying to make things up as they go along, simply to placate a very small activist minority group. So, you know, it's almost laughable if it weren't so serious, but this is happening, sadly, all over the Western world as we've moved from seeing homosexuality as something forbidden to next step was to allow it and now of course actively promote it at the highest levels while all this other uh, silliness is going right along with it including an endless uh, list of various genders I mean three you haven't seen anything yet there's places where you got five seven ten fifteen genders uh, the list is endless in fact, there was a story recently about Facebook looking yep. to recognize, I don't know whether it was a hundred different types of genders or whether it was a thousand. Do you remember? <laughs> I think, well, I think it was around 50, but that's still a pretty good number. I mean, you know, there's no cap on these things. You just make it up as you go along. Uh, in this case, the high court ruling was about a transgender person from Scotland. You know, you're born one way, and then you decide, oh, I'm not happy with this. I'll have a sex change operation and the whole bit do the hormone uh, uh, or drug therapies to change things. And uh, so what they're trying to do is accommodate for all these folks. But there's Oh, they've, they've got dozens of, uh, you know, it used to be the acronym LBGI, where you have the, you know, lesbian, gay, bi-gender, and then they got intersex and transgender and uh, uh, cross-dresser, and, and that list of acronyms just gets longer all the time. They just keep adding. Uh, so the whole point is to convince you that gender, sexuality is fluid. There's no biological basis to it. You can be whatever you want. Today you might be, uh, you know, uh, heterosexual. Tomorrow you can be a transgender if you want. The next day you can be a bi-gender or bisexual. It's just this 
radical social engineering which is trying to convince us that there is no such thing as biology, as gender, sexuality, but instead we just make it up as we go along, and it's all part of caving into the homosexual agenda primarily. So it's a big worry how we're, you know, redefining mom and dad right out of the picture. We're obviously redefining marriage and family as well. Uh, Bill, there would be times in people's lives, and I guess why the same-sex lobby likes to focus on younger people who Mm. go through times of confusion. That confusion can come about at all sorts of different stages in people's lives. Mm. It does seek to confuse the whole issue, though. Uh, Is it best... In from the Christian perspective, if you're trying to come up with a Christian position on this particular topic, uh, is it best, again, to settle on just two genders, male and female? Well, there's a couple of things to say about this. Obviously, that's how God made us. If you believe the Bible, you know, in the beginning, God made them male and female. There weren't 13 other genders. There were only male and female. Uh, secondly, of course, if we also believe the Bible, we know we live in a fallen world, so things are not always the way they should be. Sometimes people are born with six fingers or born missing an arm or a leg. That's all part of living with the fall. Things are not as God designed, so you can have some confusion uh, with gender. Um, very little of it can be uh, genetic-based or chromosomal. There are a few. And this is another area we have to be clear on. There is a genuine, very rare set of medical conditions known as the intersex condition. I speak to this in my book in some detail. Uh, Things like Turner syndrome and Kleinefelder syndrome. There we really do have uh, a mix of chromosomes. You know, you don't have your standard XY or whatever but there really is either an extra or a missing chromosome, and therefore there is some ambiguity as to what the actual gender of a person may be. Now, that is a very, very rare set of conditions, and it has absolutely nothing to do with the whole homosexual uh, push or the whole, uh, you know, the the idea, oh, I'm tired with my gender, I think I want to be a boy today instead of a girl or whatever. So that should be kept in mind as well. And, uh, you know, the point is, except for those very rare conditions, uh, it's, it's clear. Biology, or God, if you're a Christian, has made us to be either male or female. But today we have all these, you know, sex swap things going on, all this gender-bending stuff going on. And this is just, again, another slap in the face, not just of biology, but of our Creator and the way that He made us. And I guess it creates all sorts of confusion mm. because once you set something in law, yeah. then it becomes a standard for the next generation. Yeah. And then uh, things continue on uh, what some people call a slippery slope to yep. all sorts of strange variations. Yep. No, absolutely. Um, I mean, that's a problem not just for society as a whole, where, as I said, you no longer have marriage or family. You no longer have husband and wife. You no longer have mother and father. Some countries already have resorted to calling parents progenitor A and progenitor B and other kinds of absolute madness. I mean, this is just getting to be ridiculous what's happening here. We don't have mums and dads anymore, or husbands and wives. I uh, just saw again on uh, our ABC News last night the English uh, going into effect of laws there. Somebody uh, saying, I now pronounce you wife and wife. I mean, this is just crazy. But it's happening all over. So it's not just society, but as you say, individuals as well. 
a lot of these people may have a change of mind. You know, a couple of years later, oh, I think it was a mistake to have gone through all these uh, operations and chemical and other physical areas to change my gender. I, I, I shouldn't have done it. I want to go back. I mean, that's just madness for the individual. And finally, it is true, as you say, um, young people often will go through a phase during adolescence where there's some confusion and, you know, you think, oh, I might like somebody of the same sex. That's, that's actually quite normal. Most kids, in fact, go through it, but then they usually come out on the other end, you know, quite normal, get married, have kids, family, and the whole bit. But it's exactly when this time of somewhat confusion, as a young person, that's when the homosexual activists are targeting young people. Aha, we'll get them in this time of confusion. We'll convince them that you're one of us. Welcome to the club. And that's where it's very dangerous, when it's a kind of recruitment where the activists are trying to get confused young people to uh, join them in their cause. Well, it's always good getting your insights into these issues, Bill Muhlenberg, and uh, for a different uh, perspective and perhaps a foundational biblical perspective on what you might think as a Christian, you should visit Bill Muhlenberg's site at Culture Watch. You can Google Culture Watch and you can read some of the articles Bill Muhlenberg writes from a biblical Christian perspective. Bill Muhlenberg, it's good talking. Thanks for being with us today on 2020. All right. Thank you again. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.